Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome in to Maz and Beamer here on WBEN. Thanks for being with us. I'm back today. Joe. Welcome back, Brian. Sorry to leave you hanging yesterday. That was fine. That was fine. Uh, Sunday was uh, was fun for everyone in Western New York. Had to. Had to. I was just getting, I was changing diapers, you know, at this time. That's right. Yesterday morning. Um, I was worse for the wear at this time yesterday morning. <laughs> it, no, it was a process. I know you talked about this yesterday, so not to like rehash things for my benefit, but it, it is a, I, I don't even try anymore, especially working early. It might change if like we had a normal shift, like if you were working like the nine to five oh, yeah. and you stayed up late the night before, like you can still do that periodically. Depending on your job. Yes, depending on the job, for sure. Um, but you know, I, I'd say there's a lot of jobs. You can kind of do that and get away with it, but I you work early in the morning and I don't even I you know I still have tried at some point um and, and there's like a limit I'll I'll push it a little bit sometimes but not never going like full out and uh, party mode and you know have a good time mode if you have to work the next day so it's it's tough to even attempt it yeah now it, I, next week will be interesting I guess I will attempt it after the Monday night game oh that's which, right those are like even are those later starts then five minutes earlier oh, I learned that oh, yesterday oh yeah <laughs> big five minutes um but no it's it, it's tough i don't even try it anymore i don't know how, how you uh, still try it well you know <laughs> you know I, I before i regularly was on the air i would do it all the time because no one's hearing from me i just have to remember to press a few buttons and i remember we went to see raw one uh one mm-hmm. summer and i didn't think i was on the air the next day so we were out to what 12 11 30 12 yeah uh, and then I get to work and realize and found out that I had to do the morning show and I was so unprepared and half asleep. Yeah. And, <laughs> but that's uh, I, mean, I used to be able to pull it all the time. Now I, I have to remember that, you know, people do hear a little more of me. So maybe I should remember that when I'm planning these days. Yeah, it's just it, I can't even attempt it anymore when you're having a good which kind of, you know, it makes it tough. You got to plan. You can only have so many of those a year now because you right. got to plan to really not be in action. The day after, but I, you know, it's I, I feel for anyone who was going to work the next day, especially with that delay. And there's the thing about not really having to wake up. I mean, my son was my alarm uh, yesterday that the delay happened during that game Sunday, and I didn't even, you know, no skin off my back. I, you know, I didn't even notice. <laughs> 
we had a text yesterday from someone who said, uh, my friend invited me to their uh, backyard for the game, and I decided not to go so I wouldn't be so tired for work, and they regretted that decision. They said they'd rather have been tired than uh, not gone out and watch the game. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say, right? I, you, I, I don't think you would regret either way because you, if you went out, you had a good time, no matter what you're doing, whether it's this game Sunday or any time, you go out, you have a good time, and you don't regret it. You're not going to regret that later in life. You, you regret the things you don't go to. But exactly. I think the day after, you're not necessarily regretting not going out because you don't feel like a trash can. Right. Right? <laughs> in, the, in the middle. Uh, maybe you do feel like a trash can if you're Joe's trash can. Uh, yes. Because that's like, if you're oh, feeling no. like Joe's trash can, you're like on top of the heap. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would say so. You're unbelievable. Did you get a raise that I was unaware of? As I told you, I, I purchased it with a gift, Brian. So Okay. Yeah. Still. Not my money. Did you tell the listeners about this? I did not. This this I, I didn't tell him, Brian, because you have um, to. I, I can't I, this can't wait. I can't tell you when I purchased the trash can because I was on the clock. Uh, <laughs> but uh so we have to get a new trash can for our, our, our lovely new apartment that we moved into yesterday. As you would, which I, I want to state, that's not outrageous. Okay. You can move trash cans, but I think every time that I've moved in my life, I've gotten a new trash bin. Yes. Because some things, you know, the dimensions underneath the sink aren't right, or you're putting it in a different place. You want something that looks a little different. So that's perfectly understandable. I'm glad we're saying this on the air, Brian, because I haven't told my wife how much the garbage can is. Well, she's about to find <laughs> she- out. <laughs> so uh, I go and I look, and, and as you know, I have some uh, I have some background at a certain retail store, so I know these trash cans and the selling points of them and everything. And I'm thinking, well, I have all this wedding money, so let's not look at price. Let's look at good, durable trash can. Yeah, what you need out of a trash bin, and uh, one that matches all the new appliances in the apartment. Of course. And so I went with the heavy duty, one hundred ninety five dollar kitchen trash can. <laughs> You bought a two hundred dollar trash can. Yeah, <laughs> that's unbelievable. What does it do? Does it take itself out to the curb? No, but it does prevent from like having those those odors in your kitchen after How? trash. Come on, hey Brian, let me tell you. <laughs> How these trash cans? By closing, mine does that too. <laughs> My lid closes also. Well, and the another the other annoying Is it bagless. Is that, no, that's the annoying it's like a thing Dyson of these. Trash can? That's the annoying thing of these. You have to buy these specific trash bags oh, for this course. trash can. So it's even more expensive than I thought. <laughs> it's even more. You bought a diaper genie, and you don't even realize it. A diaper genie. That's what you bought. That's what it's like when. But even we didn't go with the fully expensive one. The right. diaper genie is the thing that you put in the nursery for the diapers, and it has like the lid so that it is supposed to lock away. Oh, the the others. Okay. Right. You're not supposed to. And if you buy the specific brand, then it's uh, you need the specific bags for it. We made sure we bought the one where you don't need a specific bag for it, so right. we're not you know spending a ton of money. But it sounds like you bought a trash genie. A trash genie. Well, it, it, it's a as I remember, it's a good trash can. It's a solid trash can. It matches with the kitchen. And as I said, Brian, I bought it with wedding money, so I don't feel guilty about purchasing <laughs> with, it. With fake money, obviously. <laughs> I, I don't feel guilty about it. I think I think it was a good purchase, and it kind of completes now the kitchen. So I can't wait to go pick it up on the way on the way home. I really hope you like this. I actually feel worse now that you know part of my wedding gift, you know, went to. 
a trash can. Like, now that's what people are going to know. It's like, all right, you know, use this for something good, Joe. Can't wait for, you know, you and Katie to start your life together. Yeah, some furniture or something like that. You know, paint the walls or do something crazy. Uh, you know, use it for a trip. Go and enjoy yourself. Um, and then to find out that it might have been used on a trash can is a little, I don't know, a little underwhelming. I, 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 like I said, I think it completes the kitchen. It's a, it's a great purchase, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? If I don't like it, there's a 30-day uh, return policy. So. I just was a return policy on the trash can. Do you know that you're not getting a return trash can? I do because I work for the place, <laughs> okay. and the trash cans get sent back to the company. Oh, okay. They do not go back to the floor. They're recycled. Yes. They run, run right back through the trash can-making machine. <laughs> I'm not sure what they do with them. <laughs> I do know that those are returns. You cannot resell after Just they've been returned. To, were you looking at that? Okay, I'll you know, stick to the premise that it was okay because it was you know money that you weren't really counting as, you know, it was bonus money, if well, you it, would say. It, but did it ever, like, occur to you, like, wow— this is a lot of money for something I'm just throwing the leftovers in. After your reaction. <laughs> That's the only time? Because, as I said, Brian, it goes back to I sold a ton of these trash cans. So people buy them. It's not, you know, so to me, it was like this is a decent one. I'm never going to be in this position to be able to, you know, say without thinking, hey, this is a nice trash can. And it was money that we had put aside for the apartment. Trash. For the apartment. Okay. So somebody's asking, now it makes sense if it has an app and Bluetooth capable. So now <laughs> it makes sense because you got the one that it will look at your trash and kind of determine your waste and then let you, give you some feedback no. on how much extra you cook or where you can cut over on waste and then improve your trash, right? No, I should have gotten that one. Oh, it doesn't do any of that. No, it's not it's even the motion. Can. It's not even the one where you can wave your hand and the top opens. <laughs> I... See, now, part of the reason, I'll admit to this, I have overspent on a trash can. Not me, but my wife, but it's the same thing at the end of the day. Right. That I thought was outrageous, where we got one for the outside that now, you know, we're done. I mentioned the diaper genie. Your kid gets to a certain age, and the diaper genie just doesn't cut it. So you take the real oh. dirty diapers, and we just, they're outside now. And there's a trash can right by my back door. Yeah. And so that's, um, you know, it's a locking one. We don't want any of the uh, raccoons or whatever I've seen in my backyard. Before a heavy-duty garbage can. And I was beside myself when my wife bought this trash can. She ordered it, and I saw that it was $50. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. $50 on a trash can. Now I feel a little bit better because apparently I got a deal. What a steal. Well, like uh, we'll have to, um, I'll have to put the garbage can to the test today and see what uh, what I can get away with. <laughs> what does that look like? Putting the garbage can to the test. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see if I'm the stinkiest things I can throw in it. I love it. Oh, I, you're that's going to be an update every single day. But by the way, I have to say, uh, at 33 years old, I finally made a purchase that most men my age made 13, maybe 10 years ago. I finally bought my own toolkit. Okay, there you go. I have my own tools. You didn't, like, do the hand-me-down or raid your parents or, you know, like, just magically acquire tools that I've tried to piece that together for well, a number of years? Uh, uh, no. No, I could, because if I ever needed something, I would just call my, my dad and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to come borrow. And then you keep it. You don't give it back. No, the... <laughs> my, my dad's really good about calling me out on that. So, <laughs> so yep, yesterday went. I have my own toolkit now with my own tools. That's pretty good. I'm very proud of it. That's, uh, I mean, you're going to need it. 
Yeah. It's going to come in handy uh, now that you're uh, done moving. Already already came in handy uh, last night. We found out one of the handles on uh, under the sink was a little loose. Joe Beamer to the rescue. Let me uh, get the uh, screwdriver, screw it back in. <laughs> That's, there you go. And that gave you the confidence to spend $200 on a trash bin. Today. I don't think they're related, but it did give me a lot of confidence. I felt so good. Your apartment's going to smell amazing. That's right. It's going to look, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to think it's an appliance <laughs> because it matches. It does. It matches the appliance. What? What is this extra appliance here? Yeah. How is moving is the most stressful thing I can ever think of. Okay. So, you know. Take our time. We were all very tired from the night before. As you know, the game ended at 1237. Mm -hmm. And by the way, side note, we left at the two-minute warning. We weren't pulled away from your house until the game was over. It's like, well, that was we should have just waited and watched the yeah. the last two minutes because we get in the car, turn on the radio, and the Buffalo Bills, like, oh, okay, we could have just this added no time to our trip. Yeah. Um, so you know, but I was in the mood yesterday of I want to keep working so I don't fall asleep, right? Because if I stop, I'm going to doze off, and this is going to get delayed. So I got out of here, and I was just nonstop, monster energy drink, nonstop, don't, don't sit down or mm -hmm. you'll fall asleep. And it went pretty well. Now, I was also depending on the elevator to be working. I know this is such a millennial problem. And unfortunately, the elevator was out of commission for about three hours. Um, but you know what? We got the essentials. I have two more things to break down and build today. And then the couches come tomorrow, and we'll be completely moved in, except for the guest room. But that's going to be a, a project. Yeah. You don't need that. No. Well, now that they hear about the kind of <laughs> trash bins you have, you might need the guest room. You're gonna People are going to be clamoring <laughs> to get in. They want to try it out for themselves. <laughs> Somebody chiming in on the Volkswagen Vorch Park text board, you can too. Or give us a call, 803-0930. Um, I forgot about this. I would assume that you use the 20% off coupon. Of you did? Of course. Okay, good. Of that course. everyone has. So it's not quite as bad. And then my favorite is Joe goes out and buys a $200 garbage can than a $50 <laughs> uh, tool set. <laughs> is that fairly accurate to say? I mean, 50 might be a little expensive for it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those, though, you know, when you're in a pinch and you, you don't always have what you want and you do have some good tools, but there are some cheap. You can buy cheap tools that get the job done and they'll last you a little while. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that is... I have a tool set that I, and I'm glad I went cheap on it, but I use it all the time, more than, you know, my good tools. I will take out my uh, very cheap screwdriver that has all the replaceable heads and, you know, a ratcheting mechanism that I bought a That's while ago. That's not a good screwdriver? I mean. That you can well, put I, in the other heads? I think it is. Okay, yeah. Because I end up using it way more than I would, you know, my solid, well-made, expensive, you know, screwdrivers. Right. And I'm glad that I use it because sometimes you lose a little bit of the bits. I think the last time I replaced a car battery, I lost one of the bits, you know, into the car somewhere. And, you know, boom. I'm not too worried about it because the whole thing cost like 15 bucks or something like that. So, you know, for those jobs, sometimes you can get it done with that. Did you drop the, um, the bit under your hood? Like, is it somewhere rolling around with all the stuff under your hood? Well, I mean, maybe. It's not my car, so not my problem anymore, oh, one of those things. But, right. it, yeah, it would be somewhere in the—it it definitely didn't drop beneath, or I would have found it in the garage. But. See, I dropped my oil cap, like, six months ago and had to replace it. I still haven't found the original oil cap. Yeah, it's rattling around there somewhere. <laughs> There's nothing too much to worry about. Uh, but, no, it's uh, good on you. I mean, there's—you made it. If you're buying a $200 trash can, you made it in life. I mean, 
you know, if this was two years later, I wouldn't be buying the, the, the 200. It's just, hey, it's a, it's a new apartment. I have the extra money. We put some feeling. away for the apartment. I know the feeling. All right. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, two more things. I got to build a, a TV stand today. I'm feeling pretty good about that now that I have my toolkit. Couches tomorrow, and then NFL Red Zone over the weekend. Can't wait. There you go. Um, so uh, all this was going on where the uh, Mercy Hospital strike continued over the weekend, uh, throughout yesterday, and really nothing too new. You know, the last time we talked about this, Joe, it seemed like there was, you know, there was new things to talk about because both sides were out speaking a lot to the media, right? Um they were, I mean, it was a surprise that there was a strike in the first place, then a surprise that it didn't get quickly resolved. But now it seems to be in this this little bit of a holding pattern. Yeah. Um, and workers still out there, still picketing. It doesn't seem like anything has really changed in what the two sides have said publicly about their stance. But we do get a little bit of an update, including from Catholic Health about the situation at Mercy Hospital. And I do want to go through just a little bit and get your reaction and different people's reaction as to what they're proposing and if this would be enough, you know, without knowing every detail of every employee's wage and earnings and things like that, if this would be enough to bring you back from going to the point of strike, because right. that I, that should not be understated, right? That you have gotten to the point, you're so fed up with the lack of movement in an area you care about, whether that's the staffing or the wages or benefits or something like that, that you've reached the point where you're not doing the job anymore and you're not getting paid for it. I, I mean, you are on strike, right? Would this be enough to bring you back into the hospital. All right. And this is what uh, Catholic Health has put out. Uh, they've uh, put out some details of their proposal on their website, and they've sent out some of the highlights of their proposal, which include some associates, and, you know, it's still vague, and it's hard to get in the – when you're talking about 2,000-plus workers, it's hard to, you know, hit all of them when you're talking in bullet points. Some associates would see pay increases – of up to 25% in the first year. Uh, nurses, though, would see an average increase of 4.3%. Mm -hmm. So a 4.3% increase. Average increases of 9% for service technical clerical associates. And it would bring all associates to make at least $15 an hour. When it comes to benefits, no changes at all in the current contribution rates for associates no changes to a dental plan or a retirement plan no changes to pto and adding 250 new positions to help with the staffing so to kind of go through some of that is that enough now this is what catholic health is is bringing out to the public saying this is what we're willing to do is that going far enough does that strike you immediately as something that would bring a quick end to the situation that we're in because i'm looking at this and saying i don't know if if we're talking average wage increases of 
under 10%, if we're making a big deal out of some associates making $15 an hour, which is now the starting rate at a fast food restaurant, and no real changes in benefits, right? I don't know if that's the point where I'm starting to go and say, this is definitely pushing hard for a resolution and an end. And that, and by the way, this is that is not coming from a point of it's totally fair to say that because we know all the ins and outs and all the salaries and exactly what workers are making, and, and you know everything along those lines. That's just coming from a this is the information we're putting out to the public, in terms of this is what we think is going to get the public on our side, and I don't know if those numbers are striking enough to really change anyone's perspective on this. No, and and you know, Brian, a week ago I said, I think the longer this goes on, public perception will go more towards Catholic health side. Uh, But this is a very bland, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but that's the word that comes to mind, a very bland proposal. And you know what strikes me? Not the increases, I mean, uh, like you said, 10%, um, but all associates would make at least $15 an hour. Well, $15 an hour wage was part of the complaint to go on strike. So why are you still starting at $15 an hour? That struck out to me the first time I saw this. And I think now, again, like you said, this is something they put out to the public. This is not, I'm sure there's more detail at the negotiation table, but I'd like to see more in depth about how they're going to increase staffing, what their you know timetables are for increasing that staffing. I'd like to see more info on that um, as well in this release. Let us know what you think, 803-0930, as this continues on. And is a $200 trash can, can it be worth it? You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on W. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back here on BMAS and Beamer. Thanks for being with us on a Tuesday morning and uh, talking a little bit about the ongoing Mercy Hospital strike. And has your opinion changed of what's going on there at all as we kind of uh, inch our way into two weeks on strike, which I think is longer than what anyone else really had uh, ever thought of it. It's one of the longest uh, running healthcare strikes going of course second to that uh, you know extremely long one that's going up uh, in the upper northeast but you know you, you look at this I think most people did not expect us to get to the strike part in general and now to last nearly two weeks it's causing more and more concern uh, I think with all parties uh, with everybody in the area to wonder where this is going and especially on other hospitals in the area as we saw last night ecmc is at its highest patient number ever with 563 people currently receiving inpatient care at the hospital that was of as of nine o'clock last night so not only on catholic health and the union but this is really starting to you are starting to see those effects now at other hospitals here in western new york so uh, do you have your opinion changing at all uh, if you are following this strike has your um if you strongly supported one side or the other has that changed a lot uh, based on anything that's happened based on just the length of it or based on maybe what you've heard shared with the media and i do think it's interesting some of what catholic health has shared with the media about their proposals and you know how they're trying to look at things and get the public on their side and they did release something to the press last night that I, I did think was a little bit puzzling, where, you know, they're pointing out um, in, you know, they mentioned some bullet points of their proposal to nurses and other workers. But then they, you know, point out um, you know, their read of the situation, we'll say, from their side of the table. And I do want to read this paragraph of the release because I did think it was very interesting. Some Mercy Hospital Associates, again, this is from the release, Growing frustrated with their union leadership, with many posting on social media about how the union is dragging its feet. Which I think is just kind of an odd thing to say without examples right. of it happening. If it's on social media and you're having these, you could share some of those posts yes. and let people see. Because that doesn't quite line up with the posts that I've seen of uh, workers on strike and what I've seen. But anyways, uh, we continue. <laughs> Uh, they're saying families are having difficulty paying bills as associates remain unpaid into the second week of CWA strikes. While striking associates are not paid while on strike, Catholic Health decided to continue health benefits for associates and their families. And this part I thought was very interesting to include something like this in your release to the press yes. and what you wanted to make public. So. We are not quite in two weeks. So we're talking one paycheck or one week of missed pay yep. so far in this strike that people have realized. And if you're highlighting, saying that some of your workers, after one missed week of pay, are having now difficulty paying bills, 
because of the strike. That to me says that these people need to be paid more. Yeah, that's a very interesting line. I, because if you are in that situation, then you're not making enough at what you would consider your full-time position to be. Right. If after one paycheck, you're having trouble paying the bills and it's already becoming a big financial burden for yourself and for your family. And so that, to me, would go to further. It's like when, Joe, you mentioned the $15 an hour point that they made in here, where all associates would make at least $15 an hour. That's bolded in this release, you know, made to seem like a highlight, where I think most people would look at that as the bare minimum of holding a job in a hospital. You would expect these people to be paid, at the very least, what we're making at a fast food restaurant down the street. Yes. Uh, because one job you kind of hold as a little bit more important than the other. One job you actually have people's well-being in your hands. And, and while no one would be surprised to say if you went a week without work at a fast food restaurant and then struggled to pay some of the your responsibilities, right? to say that within a hospital and to kind of make a vague mention to employees who are now struggling financially after just one week of being on strike... I, all that tells me is that there needs to be more money out there mm-hmm. for these employees because without it, for just one week, is proving to be a problem. And you should not be in that position. No. Uh, again, Brian, when you read that to me this morning, uh, I thought – the first thing I thought was why are you admitting to this? And, again, pointing out social media where's one example um you know i know a few people that are involved in this strike and i'm not hearing complaints uh, about the union uh, i'll tell you that just a, a very interesting and again bland uh release and i talked about the 15 dollar an hour thing pointing that out i mean that's all i heard i i did 8 hours brian of people talking about uh the problems at mercy hospital 8 hours two shows and people were talking about staffing wages and when they talked about wages they were talking about $15 an hour so I'm not sure starting at $15 an hour you're going to have to boost that number up you're going to have to boost the increase up and again I think you're going to have to detail how staffing is going to how you're going to raise staffing providing bonus pay if staffing goals aren't meant okay what is that bonus pay what is the deadline to meet those goals? I think this is th- these are things people want to know before they walk back in. They want to make sure they are getting what they're something close to what they're asking for. Obviously, it's going to be a compromise, but they want to make sure that they're they're promised these certain things. And I think a lot of people protesting right now at Mercy, just as much as that wage increase is important to them, that it would also be the staffing, so they're not having seven patients to one nurse eight patients to one nurse and also the nurse has to take the trash out while they're responsible for those patients these are the things those striking want to hear how do i know that we've talked to them they've said that those are what they're asking for i think this is a bland uh statement and again i know there's more at the negotiating table but i think this is bland if this is the offer and it's not has not changed much in a little over a week yeah without knowing uh, again all the different offers that might be uh, might have preceded this uh, without knowing all those details. It's tough to say that. I'm just coming at it from, one, if this is the information that you're releasing publicly and, and part of this in 803-0930 if you want to weigh in, uh, they, you'd want to make it 
if you're trying to get the public on your side, which I would imagine is what's going on if you're releasing any information during a negotiation, I, and this is where you go, I don't know if this quite achieves that goal. And I definitely don't think it achieves the goal, right, of if you are on strike, you're fired up, you likely did not want to be there in the first place. But you've now made it this long. You're two weeks into this strike situation. Is this what's going to take you off of the picket line? No. I I just can't see that right here where you're so fired up, you're kind of embedded in this now, and you know how this gets. I mean, kind of the longer it goes on, I there I guess there's two ways to look at it. You can say, well, you know, you, you can get weary on both sides. But I tend to think that more, especially in our current society with so much going on online and so much of these conversations happening online, that you kind of just bolster your stance yeah. the longer something goes on, that I I don't see this as really the way to bridge that gap if you are someone who's uh, you know entrenched in there and have both feet dug in. Uh, dug in. But that's just my reading of it. Um, you can, of course, weigh in yourself. I, Again, I think when you're mentioning $15 an hour, you know, it's it's a far different thing to mention that uh, when talking about minimum wage at, you know, in one sector that most of people view as being a starting job. And it's a far another thing to mention $15 an hour when you're talking about a career in healthcare, which yeah. is what we are talking about here. Right. Another thing I'd be interested in, 803-0930, is what would it take? What would you like to see on this offer sheet? What would you like to see um, those nurses offer? And, you know, Brian, I, I, I iterated this a lot, and it's not because I need people to know my opinion, but I do think it makes clear uh, how I got to my opinion. You know, usually when it comes to unions, when it comes to workers striking, I usually take the other side. Um, I've made it very clear. I'm not much of a pro-union guy, uh, but after hearing the stories, after hearing about the conditions at multiple hospitals and the shortages that our nurses uh, are dealing with, I mean, in such stressful, high-stress situations, uh, I definitely see their complaints. I see where they're coming from. And like I said, after talking to so many and reading online uh, about what they, why they left the hospital to go on strike, I, I definitely look at this. And again, the word that comes to mind is bland. I think this is a very bland offer. And um, when it's, we're approaching two weeks, you're not going to leave the line for a bland offer. And when we bring up that point of one missed paycheck and you have people uh, according to Catholic Health, stressed about missing out on bills or not being able to pay, you know, what it takes to live. There's been some people chiming in and saying, oh, well, maybe it's people spending more than they uh, make in one day or uh, living above their means. Well, listen, if you're making $15 an hour or lower, and if you're one of these workers who I would assume that that's what Catholic Health is talking about, living... Uh, it doesn't take much to live above your means. If that's right. the wage, then living above your means, that's just the bill. I mean, that's the electricity bill every month. It doesn't take it. You're not living a lavish lifestyle necessarily. When you're making that amount of money, it's tight week to week. And that's part of what they're trying to raise as the issue here. And let me tell you, Brian, there is a whole other show right there talking about people living above their means. 
But so I, I get the texter's point, but I think if you're talking about getting people back off the picket line, getting them back into the hospital, and your main thing is, well, some of them are running out of money, you're proving the striker's point that they are working in a high-stress situation. They are working with patients. Uh, a lot of them, uh, their well-being, they're trying to get them healthy so they can get out of there as quickly and as healthy as possible. Um, you know, I think those people in high-stress situations do deserve a little more money than, oh, after one week, I have none. Do we want to bring up the point that was just... Uh... <laughs> raised on the text board over there <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's a prime example of you know it's not like people are buying 200 dollars trash cans and <laughs> it was a then. it's a it's a different situation than everyday spending that was it was money given to, i mean that's a once in a lifetime right that's a one you'll never buying, need another trash can no, again unless i get married again yeah I, that's, I don't, don't know why you'd bring. Why she gets the trash can? Uh, well, She'd want to take that. I'm telling you, we got to talk. That's the, the only thing written up. That's a discussion right. she we're gets having. The trash can. <laughs> Unbelievable. I um, and it's a it's a tricky situation. I know on both sides, but I just have to imagine that after reading what Catholic Health is proposing, uh, reading what's going on, that. It doesn't look like something that, if I'm putting myself in that situation, this isn't something that necessarily moves me to, if I've moved to the point of uh, going on strike, of not working for nearly two weeks now, average increases of 4.3% isn't necessarily what's moving me to say that, all right, we can we can end this. Um, you know, no changes to benefits. That's not moving me to, you know, and you have to remember, this is not just a position that you're holding and sitting around talking about and kicking back and you know having conversation. This is a position that you're walking and marching on the sidewalk, holding signs right. and yelling about. So this is it's something you feel very strongly about. And does the proposal meet that feeling? And that's just what I'm getting from uh, what we've heard here in the last 24 hours from the Catholic Health side of things. Is that I would say. You know, again, without knowing what every single worker was dealing with, without knowing the ins and outs of every single previous offer, right? it would not seem that way. I mean, the one thing you can say about this, and the one thing where I will say that you have a point if you're Catholic Health, that you are in a bind a little bit, if you are Catholic Health, is in staffing. Now, their proposal adds more than 250 new positions, um, stipulates staffing for 10% above the average daily census, provides bonus pay if, if staffing goals aren't met. Uh, that is the one thing that seems pretty reasonable given that staffing you only have so much control over at the end of the day. That's true. You do. But you do have control over what you're giving the people who are currently on the payroll. So that's that to me is kind of the big difference where staffing is the one that it's not 100 percent in your hands. You can only work with what you have to work with. That's true. But you can also make better offers in a higher I, wage. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people in line who don't like this deal, a lot of that 
probably also plays in, well, if this isn't much of a raise for me and not a great deal for me, how are you going to attract more staffing? I think I think the wage part also plays into the staffing part, obviously, plays into the staffing part, and I think that's how the union's looking at it. Wait a minute. This is all you're going to give us. That's not going to attract the staffing that our nurses need to kind of – uh, um, get rid of some of that stress and, and not have the high patient to nurse ratios. Well, uh, you can weigh in if you want to. Eight hundred three oh nine three zero. Let's go over to uh, Rachel in Depew. You're joining us now. Uh, what's on your mind, Rachel? Thanks for the call. Rachel, I think we lost. Oh, we lost Rachel. Well, you it's know, okay. We'll get her back. <laughs> Maybe, uh, but no, it's something. And you know, to go back on what we were saying before about some of the uh, things in the wages in this proposal, and why, uh, like I said, it doesn't quite move you. That 4.3 percent increase—that's in the first year, but that is something that you know. Four, you see a number under 10 percent, and you're on strike. Yes, I, that is the kind of thing that I think a lot of people from different sectors kind of look at and say, "Well, I, I would expect." A little bit more in there. And then that $15 an hour, too. On the $200 trash can that Joe bought. Oh, no. I mean, just what would it take in a normal, everyday object to get you to pay above and beyond for? Beside a garbage can? (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I'm not sure what special a trash can would be able to do to get me to go above and beyond for quite that. Right. Uh, but th- I, I feel like there are certain everyday uh, objects that people pay a premium for, for one reason or another. Soundbar. See, I would never pay premium for something like a soundbar. or some. I would never pay a premium for something that is already just a little bit of an inferior product, right? You pay a premium for sound when you're hooking up like an actual stereo system. Right. Not when you're kind of doing the imitation of a stereo system. It's a nice, Do you get what I'm saying? It's a nice addition, though, to just the TV speakers. Well, you, I mean, you need something in addition to the TV speakers. Right. But I, there's the everyday. The sound bar would be the everyday yes. uh, solution to that problem. Right. Going extra on sound would be to, like, really spend, not on a, to spend on something other than a sound bar. If you're taking a next step up, it's, you're not getting a bar. There's no difference to me in my mind between a $100 and a $500 sound bar. It's kind of all the same thing. It's speakers on a bar. I need you, you to come the... buy a soundbar with me because I'm not sure what I'm Just looking get, for. Get the cheap one. <laughs> see, but I'm, I'm the kind of guy, if I see a higher price, I think, well, this must be a better product. Nah. See, I, I'm easily fooled. Yeah. I, I don't know if everything Obviously, goes like I just I Yeah, paid. you bought a $200 trash can. I, I think that goes without saying. No, you, you want some big, huge speakers that your wife is not going to allow you to have. So right. you settle on a soundbar. Right. And then you, it doesn't really matter how much you pay. Okay. That's why. That's my. If I had it my way, my entire living room would just be speakers. I like there would that. be huge speakers everywhere. But that's not going to fly. Right. Probably not a great idea with kids around. I think um, you know maybe a TV is. You know, if you're on the a TV is that item where you kind of go, all right. You know, I could deal with twenty, thirty-two inches, something like that, like most of us did our entire lives before. 15 years ago when right. all of a sudden it just exploded. Yeah, it's smaller than 50 inches. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, now it's 50 <laughs> inches is like the bare minimum. Yeah. Where I lived my entire life with a 19-inch so, TV on the ground. And yeah. I had no problems seeing it on the other side of the room. When I was a kid, we got a TV. We went from a 27 to a 32, and I thought, 
this is the biggest TV I've ever seen. And now, like, I, really? That's it? Yeah. No, no. I, you get the <laughs> same way. So maybe that's the thing. You pay a premium on a little bit. You don't really necessarily have to. Right. Probably some car stuff in there, too. You go into uh, the wash, the car wash, get done. Like, yeah, I, all it needs is a spray down. But I guess, it, you know, it's two bucks more. Like, let's, uh, you know, bump it up. Right. I think there's a lot of things like that. Yeah. Um, trash cans are not on my list, but that's how we're different. Jim. No. Yeah. I'm glad we had this discussion. <laughs> We, Hopefully uh, your wife wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, she was. Uh, we uh, will be back here tomorrow. And remember tonight, as uh, it gets to 7, 8 o'clock, where you were 15 years ago. And we'll talk about that tomorrow here on BMAZ and Beamer. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 